At Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. It's just the sound of silence on that side of the room. Lacey, we miss you, and you're not going to know that unless you listen to the podcast. Oh, hi, everybody. Hi, friends. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) It's Lacey. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. (laughs) (laughs) Smack it. Sometimes technology is funny, and sometimes you're funny, and sometimes you're funny, too. Wow. Paul, welcome back to... Nebraska. Yep. I've yep. been uh, I've been gone. I've yeah. been uh, hanging out in the uh, where the chicken wing was created, and, and it's uh, called the chicken wing there, not yeah. not the buffalo wing. But I did not have any chicken wings when I was there. Mm. 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 So, um, if you don't know what that is, I would Google it. Yep. Where's your favorite? Where's your favorite place to eat chicken wings? In in that place that yeah. I told them to Google. Yeah, it's not it's not that one place. No, it's, it's not, not the Anchor Bar. Not the Anchor Bar. Um, I I um I'm um I I don't really have a favorite place okay. because I lived there for three years. Yeah, I am not native from that area, and nor do I claim to be a a Buffalonian. Yep. Buffalonian. Um, it was um I call that the dark ages of my life. I lived there for three years and I didn't do anything. <laughs> Okay. So okay, there I, you go. I ate some chicken wings. I worked at Guitar Center and played in, and played in bands. There you go. It was a very um, interesting time. I was single and had no no life. There you go. So okay. Anyways, that, uh, yeah. yeah. On to your life now. Yeah. <laughs> we lived in Buffalo for a year. Did you have a favorite wing place? Uh, mainly, I liked Nino's, but it was more for their pizza, and the wings came along with it. The grease cups. The grease cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I, but you had. I like Frankie. Frankie's has good wings, but I'm not sure if you had Frankie's down by uh, you. No, we didn't. Not that I know of. I don't remember Frankie's. I still can't get over that we had to order a cheese and pep a cheese and pepperoni pizza. Like I have a pepperoni pizza. Do you, do you want, want cheese, cheese on, on that? that? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Why would pizza. I not? <laughs> so so a CNP. Was your life going anywhere when you were in Buffalo? I was in I my I, yeah. I was on my uh, vicarage. I was on my student preaching, uh, which at Trinity we'll get very used to because we will have a vicar for two years named Gregory Rathke. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You know, I think we need to get him on this podcast once in a while. Absolutely. Don't you think it's part of his job yep. description mm-hmm. or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. He shot a 37 today at golf. Well, then he definitely needs to be working hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on full-time staff yet. We, we had a meeting. This Greg and I had a meeting end. today <laughs> on, the, um, on the golf course at North Bend on the golf course. Um, and was it, was wow. it about a fundraiser on a golf course? No, it was about, uh, we talked for about two minutes about small groups and then we played golf. Wow. Yep. You guys definitely need to be working harder. Yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> Stacey, how are you? I'm doing well. And uh, that's great. Yep. Thanks for filling us in. <laughs> All <Stacey>. right. <laughs> Did you play golf today? No, I wasn't invited. And it's not, it's not, you don't nope. play golf. You just golf, right? Do you, you didn't say Yeah. That. Did All you right, golf? people in the com- comments below, today. I mean, comment below. It's just golf, right? You don't play golf. You golf. Yeah, that's correct. Golf is the verb. Yeah, so therefore, when I asked a question, did you play golf today? It was kind of redundant. So, did you golf today? I did not. Did you play badminton? See, that is not. Nope, did, I didn't do that. But either. you can play basketball and did play I football. Play? Let's see, did I play anything? Yes, but basketball and football are not no. verbs. That is true. Golf it can be. 
<laughs> I had basketball today. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> See? It doesn't work. English language. It's the best. It's the best. It's fun. Um, did you have a good weekend? Because I hear the weather was beautiful. I was not. I was, it was in, in Buffoonville. It was snowing out, so that was great. It was snowing? Well, one day. Oh, Stacy would have loved that. It did not snow here. We had a good, uh, you yeah. went to the football game. Yep. It was a good day for that. And then Sunday, Anthony's brother and his wife and their five children came to worship with us. So we had nine children and three adults in the front pew. <laughs> and Stacy took a picture. Like everyone was actually there early and they sat down and Stacy took a picture Allison. and it's uh, of, oh, Allison took the picture. But there are like nine people, 10 people crammed in this front row. <laughs> and then, all the and then there's no one behind them in, in church. It like, filled in. Why? It filled in. It filled in. Saw oh, the children but, and scattered. Yeah. <laughs> it actually went okay. Yeah, I, I realized that I don't need to be there. False. We like when you're there. I'm just saying. You don't need Maybe to be you there. Don't need you're, to you don't have to. Worship, we have we have great we like when you do <laughs> yeah well I, I set everything up and then i realized that hey look i have all these people that can do all this stuff for me yeah so i can go off to buffoonville there you go you can do once things. a year you can go off to buffoonville <laughs> once a year that's all it was funny during the uh during the coof epidemic pandemic um just the demic we, yeah well I, we never took a week off no nope. never i was like wait a minute i haven't had a day off from worship <laughs> nope <laughs> you were making videos it was yeah but yep. then we, but then we came back and editing yeah and then when i came back i just did it by myself and then i slowly added in band members as yep. we opened up a little bit more yep. and i was like wow it's been a year and a half and i haven't had a sunday that i missed how did that happen it happened god only knows <laughs> casey how's life pretty good it's it's been a busy but great week in life of youth ministry yeah. we officially yeah. launched our junior high youth group and it was very well attended yep leah's looking forward to it she couldn't have joined this week because we were in buffalo but mm -hmm. yeah yeah instead of hanging out with buffoon she was in buffoonville so <laughs> that's essentially right she did go to the zoo oh boy I like Buffalo Zoo. Yeah. Well, I asked my kids which one they like better, Omaha or Buffalo. They said <laughs> Buffalo because you can get rocks there. Of course, you can get rocks at Omaha Zoo, but we don't <laughs> tell them that. <laughs> you can get rocks in your backyard. No, no. Shiny rocks. Oh, oh shiny rocks. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, my son was, each rock was a different one. He's like, this one here is Jupiter because it looks like Jupiter. And I'm like, great. And he goes, if you hold it, it will give you the strength of Jupiter. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I go, what's, and I looked, I pointed at the green one. I go, what's that one? He goes, that's a pickle. And I said, so if you hold it do you turn into a pickle and he's like yes and there you like, go so did I, you pick it up so i picked up the pickle and i said i'm pickleball <laughs> pickleball I'm, do you play pickleball i don't know but as a reference to a tv show and if you watch it then you think that's funny right now i know oh, you're okay. laughing anyways there you go so the best part about going to buffoonville is i completely missed sunday and i didn't hear your sermon the best best part well i'm just saying for this podcast because now i get to listen to exactly what you guys talked about because i have guess no what idea. guess what we talked about paul hope and jesus Yes, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you're so funny. Um, should we start with the reading? Yeah, and then we can uh, and we can go on and and we can talk about hope and Jesus. Hope. In Christ. Am I reading Isaiah 25? 25, 25, 6 to 9. 6 through 9. All right. In the wrong version. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day, they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. And don't call me Shirley. Uh -huh. Shirley. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, come on. That's funny. It is. I just don't want to give credit. Yeah. Have you seen Airplane? Nope. I haven't seen a lot of movies. <sighs> Have you seen Airplane? Yes. yes. Okay. just want to make sure that we're not completely crazy. I got you. Not completely. All right. So, hope in Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope in Jesus. Out of Isaiah. So, I talked a lot about that passage um, and, and things along those lines. Uh, so, what did y'all, when you read that text, what, what jumps out to you? A lot of wine. Wine? Yeah. <laughs> Party, baby. Woo! And good wine. <laughs> Aged, Aged wine. well mm-hmm. and refined. And he's just swallowed death and call yeah. himself Shirley. <laughs> Most of that was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like the pictures in this um, picture of the feast on the mountain. I mean, I, I love mountains. So anytime the Bible talks about mountains, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I want to go there. Especially this with the best of meats and the finest of wines. Like on this a is on a mountain. Like, so that means people in Nebraska are just <laughs> left out of this meal. We get to enjoy it even more because it'll be so unfamiliar to us. Mm-hmm. Like people in Colorado, they'll be like, eh, new creation i've been here before uh but people in nebraska they'd be like yeah vacation y'all yeah vacation so this mountain is it going to be like the size of everest the mountain is a um it means jerusalem yeah no i am going to be serious (laughs) a little bit we're talking about the we're talking about new creation jerusalem jerusalem is kind of you go up to Jerusalem, um, it, it's it's up high. Um, I mean, mountainy is not probably the right word for it, but it's an elevated city. It's, it's elevated, um, and so this new Jerusalem gets referred to as the Mountain of Zion, Mount Zion, um, and so that's what they're talking about here. This new, but it's not just going to be like mountain. <laughs> People on the podcast can't see this right now. Just oh. imagine Pastor Gerber raising his hands up in a form of a mountain. Mountain. And saying the word mountain. So anyways, yeah, continue. New creation. So Mount Zion. Yep. Having some wine. Yep. Some cheese. Probably. So there will be food and drink. There'll be well, food and drink. Well, there'll be oh, summer right. sausage. I don't know. Probably. I mean, I, mean, I think given, Isaiah should be more specific. I mean, Isaiah would not have mentioned that because at the time the Israelites were not eating sausage or it would be pork. Beef sausage. I think summer sausage is made out of... Uh, um, lamb. <laughs> what kind of summer sausage do you guys eat? That's more. That. That's more spring Easter sausage. Oh. I'm in a weird mood. In this case, really? <laughs> no. Uh, but, he, uh, he, but it's full of marrow. That's what. Did, what did your did your say marrow? Nope. Yeah, mine said rich, a rich word. food full of marrow. Yeah. What did what were you know what that means? What did I say? I, it's good stuff. Best Lamb. of meats and the finest of wines. That one in yeah. verse six. Yeah, but mine says full of marrow. Mm. Mine says the best meats, which are full of marrow. Yeah, made made from boar's head in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, mm, I'm in a weird mood. But <laughs> yep. well, in hearing this, the imagery that's coming to mind is you know as we're recording this, we're only a few weeks out from Thanksgiving, so the idea of a feast. Uh, I think it's something most of us are looking forward to of, of gathering together with family and friends. I, I think that when I see this imagery, it makes me think not only of the family and friends I would get to be with, but also just the family of God, which we are blessed to be a part of gathering together in celebration. Uh, like where at least it, it, at least in my memories of Thanksgiving, you know, when you're actually eating, since I've never hosted it, the, there's no stress. It's just being with the people around you, letting whatever's at work or, or the cares just for that half hour hour, hour, however long you're spending time eating together. It's just not there and you're enjoying each other. And when I read this text, it makes me think, you know, of, of the new creation where we will just be with the fellow family of God, with God himself, and there will literally be nothing wrong. It is just being together and celebrating. Because he'll be hosting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because <laughs> that when <laughs> you say no stress, I'm sitting there going, well, as a host, mm-hmm. that's the worst. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said I've never hosted. Uh, but if I, you just go as a guest, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's football 
going to be on? I think Chiefs are going to be on uh, on this meal Thanksgiving. It, 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 won't, be the it won't be the Chiefs. It would be like that. It would be like the, it'll be the. It has to be the Saints. Uh, it has to be one of the teams. Well, isn't that usually the Cowboys? Cowboys. It's usually the Lions. Cowboys and the Lions. Lions on one know. Sunday afternoon, out in God's backyard, Jesus was the quarterback and Moses was the guard. What? The score was zero zero against those guys. From are you- but singing? Jesus scored a touchdown and everything was swell. Hey, go with God. Go with God. Rock him, Jesus. Suck him, Moses. Go, go with God. Y'all have never, y'all didn't go to camp when you were I, I good old Timberlake. I did. That theologically sound. <laughs> no, not at all. But when you were talking about football in the new creation, I'm like, well, it's got to be. See, my, my first Are we going to sing songs like that in the new creation? Yeah. Oh, please I do. Not. <laughs> yeah, Paul, start start learning that one. Oh, um, yeah. I was I'll thinking sure of. I was thinking more big, big house from uh, Audio Adrenaline. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, big table with lots and lots of food. I don't know the song either. <laughs> Where we can put ball. Um, I was probably I was thinking. I was thinking of <laughs> your house in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> so we all had different <laughs> songs going on in our head. <laughs> okay, so then the next verse after we eat all this wine, he said he's going to swallow us up. Swallow up death. Death, not us. Well, that's the next. What's, what's seven? And the seven? shroud, the covering, the, the covering, which is like that veil, that thing that is basically sin and brokenness. Uh, he's he's going to swallow that up. What ultimately separates so us. The we, separation. You get yeah. great meats and he gets to swallow that. Oh, sorry, God. <laughs> he's like, that's yeah, good. So, it's worth so, it. Worth it. Yep. So, sounds bitter. <laughs> Bitter herbs. On all nations. You will swallow up death forever. So this is all that happened when Christ returns. Yep. The things that we will do. And how long does this last? This is our eternity. This is what forever. we're going to be doing. Forever. Feasting so we, and drinking. Well, so, yeah. Um, Sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. Because tomorrow we won't die. Correct. Ever. Look at you voting the ecclesiasticals. <laughs> With it, a bit of an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lacey, we miss you. <laughs> No, so so new really as we looked at this text, we looked at text from John eleven. Um, we're we're really looking at. I mean, the question that I kind of posed is one: where is your hope? But that come comes from the question that I get most often as a pastor is what happens when I die. Um, and and the Bible doesn't talk much about what happens when you die. The Bible talks considerably about what happens when Jesus returns. Um, and so we often get this this amalgamation of taking some verses and thinking that it's actually talking about when I die, but it's really talking about what happens when Jesus will return. So we get this weird idea of what actually happens when we die and we start to put on some weird, um, unbiblical ideas. So how do you answer that question? Uh, what happens when you die? Yeah. Uh, you're with Jesus. That's how I answer it. But he doesn't give you food until he comes back. Well, you don't need food because you've got a bo- you don't have a body. Uh, when you die, your body and soul are unnaturally ripped apart um, and they're stuck apart until Jesus returns turns to reunite. reunite body and soul in new and perfect creation. Um, so when you like, and that's why like a lot of times we get this idea of my ultimate goal, the thing that when I'm like dying and going to heaven is the best thing that can happen because then I'm with Jesus and it's good to be with Jesus, but it, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end with dying and going to heaven. Again, we really have very vague ideas of what we mean by heaven. Um, but, but what's, what will ultimately happen is Jesus will return and he 
he will make all things new. And those who have died in Christ will be raised to new life. They'll be given new and perfect bodies um, that will never grow old or tired or sick. Um, and then on a new creation, we'll spend eternity with Jesus. Now, that looks like feasting, but at the same time, we won't grow hungry. So we won't need to feast. Like we won't need food. Um, so we don't, we don't also, we don't exactly know what it will look like in the new creation, what that will be like. Um, we just know it'll be perfect. I like perfect. All right. Well, since we're on this subject, I'm going to ask a bunch of silly questions. Okay, let's go. I'm going to disclaim this by, by saying I might or might not. These are just questions that come to head. Yep. So it's not necessarily it, it, like my personal beliefs. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So no, we don't turn into angels. No, that's not my question. <laughs> but that's also, we don't turn into angels. Okay. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. So um, we die, we go to Jesus. Yeah. People who don't believe in Jesus. They don't go to be with Jesus. So where do they go? Um, we don't know initially. Um, we, we don't know, but when Jesus returns, um, we know that they will be separated from God for all eternity. And that is true death. Yes, that is that is true death. And so again, whether, I mean, Revelation talks about it as the lake of fire. Revelation is also a, po- a prophecy book. So it uses pictures, whether it's like this place that's just a fire, like we picture it with the little red guy with the pitchfork, um, or whether it's just simply separation from God and you're by yourself completely alone, like you were not created to be. Um, we really don't, we don't know. We just know separation from God. In that time, when is the, when, when God comes to do judgment, mm-hmm. so you're with Jesus until he comes back. Yep. God does his judgment at some point. There's not like you're, you're, you're not like standing in line. Like you die and you stand in line waiting for the gates, you know, in the clouds and waiting for the gates. And all of a sudden you finally get up to your spot and okay, now you can judge me. I Jesus. judge thee worthy. <laughs> um, like judgment will happen. I have a picture for that. Judgment will happen instantaneously. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I get, there's not a whole lot of talk about that, but like other than we get Jesus when he talks about the, the sheep and the goats and he just separates them. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Sheeps go to heaven. Sheeps. Here's the thing. Sheep stay. Goats are cast away. Um, but there's a cake song that goes. Sheeps yeah, I know. go to heaven. Goats, goats go, go to hell. hell. Sheeps go to heaven. Goats go, go to hell. hell. It has a, it, it has a, has a, a trumpet player. Anyway. Okay. Actually, you if you watch Chuck, it was the song that they oh. for the opening of Chuck. Okay. I, that is there you go. that is the main <laughs> done. But that's the chorus of that song that okay. you listen on Chuck. Okay. Interesting note. Yeah. Interesting factoid that we have no idea. Factoid. Why um But it I think it shows though that these thoughts are more in our culture and in our mu- I mean they're in our minds more than we think. And um to weigh the is that true? Do she go to heaven? And these are religious thoughts and these come from somewhere and are these accurate in what we're hearing and reading in the world. Yeah. And I would, yeah. And that's why it's one of those questions that you kind of go, um, you know, you ask these questions and you sit there and go, what am mm-hmm. I actually looking yeah. at here? Yeah. I'm trying to bring up a picture of what's going to happen to me when I go to heaven. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about this. Yeah, drum roll. Is, well, are, are audio listeners going to be missing out on this one? No, it's not an audio. But, so, uh, sorry. Just so you know, like I play bass, I use my fingers, but majority of the time I use a pick because I like the tone of it. Okay. But I do play with my fingers and I do slap it, I slap it to the bass, I slap it to the bass. But okay. majority of the time I play with the pick. Okay. And um, this is what's going to happen to me when I go to heaven. There's a lot of clicking that's happening yeah. over there. Uh, <laughs> we almost made it, but you played bass guitar with a pick. <laughs> uh, so I'm just saying. Yeah, see, that's E-I. not the, that's not what the judgment will look like. Um, FYI. It's not, not going to be an angel standing next to a desk waiting to look With a laptop. So what will this judge be? Because scripture talks repeatedly about the judgment. Yeah. We will stand before God in judgment. Yeah, 
it will be is your name written in the book of life and if ask you about the book of life um and if uh and if yes then the judgment the punishment uh or, or the judgment is that jesus paid for your sins okay now we get to go into a nice little lutheran talk about predestination yes and whether or not your your name is already pre-written in that book uh we i mean the bible clearly talks about predestination that those that um we've been predestined now where what it doesn't say is that some have been predestined for heaven or the new creation and others have been predestined for hell and so that's what's called double predestination now logically that's how that flows but that's not not biblical the other (laughs) yes um and so those who have faith have been predestined to have faith um those who don't have faith uh chose to reject so then you get into the nice quandary of free choice versus yep this is the fun part of 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 religion yeah and that's why like the beauty for me the beauty of lutheran theology my brother and i just had some great conversations about some things this weekend and the beauty of lutheran theology is we can at the end of the day go i don't know Uh, that's what god said um how does it make sense don't have to explain it yeah uh, because we can't um like it does not make logical sense that if we are saved it is all god's doing um but if if we are not it's our fault that doesn't make logical sense this is the one you talk about hope this is has to go back to when jesus came so the whole entire time um the jewish nation had all all these prophecies and different things that Mm -hmm. the messiah will come and do these things and when he did and he said pay attention to this i'm about to fulfill this prophecy they went i have no idea what you're talking about well yeah so all this stuff the reason i'm saying all that is because i have a feeling that we're reading all this stuff in revelation going this is what it's going to be and then it's going to be like completely different yep (laughs) (laughs) um and and the the reason it like it's not going to be like left behind it's not going to be like the left behind series just i don't get to hang out with kirk uh well you might i mean you'll probably get to hang out with kirk uh he'll in the new creation but not like trying to fight for your life against the antichrist um it's a good film it does (laughs) it's great drama well because i mean they they had this the the pharisees and the jewish individuals had their view of what this messiah was going to be yeah was supposed to be king david coming in a horse and and he comes in as as a lamb well yay we have these songs um and he rode a donkey Mm -hmm. and he's just like you know but he's like i'm fulfilling this you better pay attention and they're like yeah yeah you're i mean and even the things that like he did that pretty much word for word and obvious like one of the biggest signs was uh that he will give sight to the blind jesus heals at least on record three different blind people one of them in jerusalem and they even this blind person even came to the pharisees and it was like i was born blind but now i see and they threw him out of the temple yeah <laughs> they're like let, let, let me talk to your mom <laughs> now my <laughs> favorite my favorite response in that whole story is i don't know he's old enough let him talk tell to you him. <laughs> well, well we did but we didn't like his answer but, but it was because they didn't want to give up their power that they yep. had yep. i mean it's really but at the same time yeah because because their idea of this messiah was some political ruler and they wanted and and this political ruler this jesus guy wasn't doing what they wanted him to do they would have been fine with some big political ruler that would have put the jewish you know put the pharisees and the scribes on top of the nation mm-hmm. um but that's not what jesus did well, and so they didn't they weren't a huge fan of that well and one of the most famous bible passages and i've come across many who aren't of the faith not with a christian background who know that render unto caesar what is caesar's like that whole setup was because they were trying to catch jesus oh does he support the roman government because if he does then we can't support him he supports the romans and jesus balances the answer so perfectly they can't use it against him but they also don't like what he says like it's i I love jesus's interactions with the pharisees (laughs) it's it's so fun to watch just how he's able to thread the needle just perfectly yeah it's almost like he was predestined to do that yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> or it's like he knew what they were going to ask at a time. What? Crazy. No, I mean, that's that's the reason. That's what I'm talking about, hope and all this other stuff. Because when you read this stuff, you can get real like, oh, my God, this is all going to be disaster and all this. Well, stuff. you can see signs and think, oh, it's going to happen next week. Um, Jesus, come back. And then we'll be raptured. And then, uh, which is not a biblical word, by the way, um, or concept. Um, and then, and then, and then other people will be left behind. I hope I'm not one left behind. And, and then if that's your view of the return of Jesus, it's all fear-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when Jesus comes back, he's coming in triumph. And if you're afraid of that, it doesn't seem like a great explanation to what's actually going to happen. Well, well, I think it isn't, it isn't it more of a buildup before Jesus comes is what everybody's worried about. It depends on, so there's like 42 different ways that you can like, either he'll, there'll be pre-trib, post-millennia, uh, like there are all these different ways of like, Jesus will come before the tribulation. Jesus will come after the tribulation. Jesus will come before oh, the... Don't the you tri- worry, there's enough videos on yeah. YouTube all about all those different right. things. Right. Um, and and as Lutheran, you read the you read the millennium, and it's like, oh, that's happening right now. I mean, we're in that, um, and we have been in that since Jesus ascended into heaven. It's it's the time between when Jesus rose, you know, ascended, and the time that he comes back. Um, the number is allegorical. Um, did you say Al Gore? I did not. <laughs> So said, you're telling us that Al Gore has the answer? He did create the internet. I heard yeah, that's true. I heard that on the internet. So um, talk to Al Gore. Allegorical. Like an, I don't know. Algorithm. Allegorical. Alleg- like an allegory. Allegor- yeah, it, allegorical. allegorical. That's a word. I don't yeah. know if I used it correctly, but you said allegorical. <laughs> Whatever. Allegorical. There we go. Wow. Let's want? all get super picky uh-huh. on on how I pronounce I a word. We just want to make sure. It, I was thinking <laughs> algorithm, which is not what you're. Oh, That's okay. why I'm asking for clarification. I thought he was talking about Al Gore. Ali Gurickle. Yeah, is that go. better? <laughs> uh, yeah, nope. we'll go with that. Yeah. All right. Is that like an Ali? So those numbers are Ali Gurickle. Um, <laughs> Allegorical. Yes. Yeah. And I don't even know. Again, like I'm I'm throwing that. I don't know if that's actually the right <laughs> definition because those are big words that I don't always understand. I've um, got a big book that's but hard like understand. it's like <laughs> so they're not literal is really what you're saying. Yeah, they're not literal. <laughs> it's not literally going to be a thousand years the, the thousand year reign it's not literally going to be a thousand years um it's going you know a thousand is 10 times 10 times 10 um which uh, i had to make sure um which is like the 10 is the number of completion and when you multiply numbers together um you you emphasize it and when you multiply it three times that's the holy number that's the god number um then like it's godly completion uh and so it's completely completely complete um the time when 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 the time is right when the time is completely, completely complete, then Jesus will return. It's not after t- a, thousand, a thousand years. It's when time is completely, completely complete. Which is the reason why no one will know the time or date that will happen. Right, well, yeah. And it's it's and just, it's not like this big board that, you know, God's on one side clicking off and devil's on the other side going, okay, I got this one. And then when he hit a number, they're like, okay. All right, here we go. Here you go. You take yours, I'll take mine, we're done. No, it's not like that. I mean, there's there's a battle every every soul. Like there's a there's a there's a battle between godly forces and the evil forces, and like baptism. And that's why I love the way you know our daughter, our oldest daughter, was baptized. And and one of the professors talked about you know baptism's not just this cute cuddly thing. It is it is God winning a battle for her soul. And that's yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and so he doesn't just. But when he gets enough, then he then, he then God just goes. And okay, that's I'm done. And that's I like my quota. Yeah, I, I I don't know what we're waiting for. Um, God, God knows. Um, we're waiting for His timing, uh, which is different than my timing. Um, but we're we're waiting. Um, and and someday he'll he'll come back, and it might be tonight. It might be in fifteen million years. I I don't know. Um, yeah. I'd prefer sooner than fifteen million years. Uh, but that's just me. Eventually, though, I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna be with Jesus, and then all of a sudden he's gonna come back, and then I'll have a new perfect body, and then I won't care how long it took. So, and so no more CrossFit for you after that. No more CrossFit, baby. <laughs> And that feast, you don't have to worry about counting calories. Oh, yeah. eat the meat. Boom, boom. Well, and it's now do a burpee. <laughs> I don't have to. Perfect body. Now I will say you ran the you race don't, past tense. You don't have to quote me on this one, but I will say it, it, there's a possibility that there won't be meat in the new creation. Vegetables. But what kind of well, world is the food that we the eat? Best of meats with marrow. With marrow. With, I don't know if I've put that together. Yeah. There you go. Okay, never mind. But again, it's best of meats with marrow. We'll just, it's allegorical. We'll <laughs> it's allegorical. Well, there will be good things. If, to if, there will be good if things. If allegorical to eat. is correct, then we'll all be dead in twelve years. It's always twelve years. It's. Mm. Oh, I mean, it, <laughs> if three is God's number, twelve is Al Gore's. Yeah, it's always twelve. There years. you go. In twelve years, we're going to be under the sea. That was twenty-four years ago. I like food. Let's go with that. I like. Well, food. Yep. yeah. So, anyways, yep. that that that's the reason. All this silliness is the reason why I have hope. Isn't that crazy? All this silliness. Well, I'm just talking about the algorithmal algorithmal of it. All of it all. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I make one. I leave one vowel out, and it's probably because I just. Oh, you it just me, didn't come you out, give me an and, inch, man. I am running a mile. <laughs> I mean, he warned us at the start of this broadcast today that you're in a different mood. I am in a different mood because it, you're it, always it, in a mood. It's true, but it's because this it, is a different one. It's, different it's because I enjoy life. I enjoy God's creation, and I think there's a lot of stuff that's funny. Yeah, and God made funny stuff. Yeah, and he's okay well, with you having and fun. I, and I, I also like looking at us silliness humans and go, "Wow, we're, we're all dumb." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. There's a, and I, I think some, most of you have seen this post, but like that squirrel that you yell at that like tries to run through traffic, um, that you yell at to get out of the way of the car. I'm pretty sure that's God yelling at me a lot. Be like, don't be, no, oh, oh, don't do, no, oh, no. Uh, I told oh, you not to it. play in traffic, and yet yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, but the squirrel that I'm thinking of has the armor of God on, so <laughs> that's true. So he so can he's run protected. out of invincible. Yeah, people are like, what are you talking? Sword about? of the spirit. <laughs> now I kind of want to bring it up. Uh, All right, while you're doing that, Stacy, talk about hope some more. Talk about hope. Yep. What gives you hope? What gives me hope? Jesus. Yes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what I've more trained you well, I, my so love. Last week, and um, I'm doing Bible study fellowship through Matthew, and we were talking about. Um, I think we were in Matthew seven, and Jesus saying, "You know, there are there are people who will say, like the Pharisees, but we did all these right things, Lord, and we did all this in your name, and yet at the end, Jesus will say, I never knew you.' Um, and so we talked about that, like, how do you know that when you get to face to face with Jesus at the end, how do you know that he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant? And our tendency is to say, well, I did all this and I did all this. I went to church and I read my Bible and I did all this. Well, if you don't answer that question with, because Jesus saved me, then the rest of that was pointless. And that's, I think the same with the end time. Like it's, it's easy to get caught up in that. Well, what does this mean? And God's going to judge me. And did I do the right things? Did I do the right things? When it really just comes down to Jesus already did it. And I, I trust my life into his hands and I know that 
that because of that, what he says will happen is going to happen. And because he has rescued and redeemed me, then I'm going to be with him forever. Mm-hmm. So I don't and spin my wheels and did I do enough? Am I am I really? I, I can rest secure and God's word is true. And at the end, I'm going to spend eternity with him. And you look at that, I guess parable would be the best way to describe that a little bit. Going to the people who get to go with Jesus to the new creation when he lists off all the things they, they did do as opposed to those that are not going, did not do. They're shocked that they even did these things. They don't recall them. And in that moment, it's not because they, they were horrible people who didn't visit people in prison and didn't care for the poor. It's because they're it's not on their mind because that's what, not what they were counting on in this situation. Like like you know, when I when I go to a when you have money saved up, you don't have to worry about certain purchases. You don't walk into Walmart going, gee, I hope I can, you know, purchase this. You you do it with confidence. That's a different kind of hope. Yes. <laughs> that's it's, a wish. It's an allegory. Uh, uh, allegory. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Um you said that you, you go up and, and you said, Well, my answer is because Jesus died for my sins. My my the story my mom my mom, my um uh, my father my grandfather was passing away. My mom went to the uh nursing home he was on hospice or whatnot. And during that time she actually baptized him. And he would uh so for a few weeks we could tell that he was kind of waning off, but for a few few weeks he would come he would my mom would go and see him and he, he would go, Hey, I had a had a dream and they're like, What was the dream? He's like, Well, I don't know where I was, but I was asked this question, I didn't know the answer. And then the last day he goes, Oh, I got the answer right and then the next day he died. And so wow. my mom my mom is like telling me the story. I'm like, yeah. What was the question? She goes, I don't know, but I bet you it was like who's your savior? (laughs) (laughs) All right, you figured it out. All right, now we can take you. But I, I hear that those kinds of stories a lot, though, that people on their deathbed or there's that, like, they are unconscious. And then all of a sudden, I think my aunt said my grandma did something similar. And we knew she had faith in Jesus. Like, we knew that she yeah. was going to be with him. But it was still that moment, like, between life and death where she was, like, climbing and her face was glowing. Like, just that anticipation of, I'm going into the presence of God, whatever that looks like. But that seems to be, like, even unto our death, God is fighting that battle for us for eternity. And how many people... Even even on their deathbed, we don't know what happens there. But well, or leading up to it with no yeah. notice, like mm-hmm. we have we have a yeah. friend whose dad was killed in a car accident or in a motorcycle accident this week. Um, and last week, for the first time, really, uh, from the conversations I've had, he started to have faith conversations. He started to he went to a um, he went to a Bible study. He went like he had his notes and Bible passages out. Like when they went to his house, everything else was cleared away, and that was there. And he had. Uh, he had some devotions out that have not been a part of his life in the past. And it was like, even that, like he was a healthy guy, but God was preparing him for what God knew was coming. Um, and that was just like, that was an incredible conversation this week. Um, well, and that's that's the hope we have as, as Christians is in this new creation. Of course, the number one goal is to be with God in, in, a, in a land where sin and sadness has no place. But I think that's why this, this example of the feast is so comforting to me is, you know, I, I have family who are, who are Christians. I've already passed away. I have no doubt uh, that as long as God gives me life, I'll have more that join him before I do. But in that moment, I, it's it's the hope that I'll be with them, with my Savior again, that together we'll get to praise God together in the full unfiltered presence of God. Like, that is the sure and certain hope that I have. Like, that's what's so exciting. And when you hear stories like that, you know, it, tragedy can shake us to the core. Like, it makes us question, like, you know, what's going on in 
this world anyway. And it's little signs like that and little stories. They're like, God knows exactly what he's doing, even when it feels like our world's out of control. Because this earth is, although although it's a sometimes nice and sometimes terrible stopping point, this is just a stopping point. It's not, or, or it's, it's not where everything ends. We're just here for a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I told this story before, but when my grandmother died, my mom and I went to go visit her in the hospital. And um, the last time I saw her, she was so vibrant with like just happiness. She was seen, it was, I've never seen my, my grandmother was never happy. I would always say she was always worried about something. But when I went to see her, it was like almost all, like all that weight was gone. She was just a joyful person. And we left and a, an hour later, we got the call that she passed away, but not an hour before that, she was all like, yeah. and so that kind of stuff is the stuff that gives me hope too, because I'm sitting there going, you take all the malarkey. Yeah, I said malarkey. Yeah. Um, you take that all that and you get it off your shoulders and you can just be joyful because that's all not there. Which is what you can have now. Like you don't need to wait until your deathbed. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what Jesus said. I came to it so that you could have life and have it to the full. Um, take my yoke upon you because my, you know, my, yeah. my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like that's, that's what we, what he wants for us now. But it's, uh, you know, it's also a lot of these conversations are why, and people think I'm weird when I tell them this. I really enjoy doing funerals. Um, I'd, I'd rather do a funeral over a wedding any day of the week. Uh, but it's because I get to speak hope. Uh, it's because I get to remind people of the hope that I have. And you can't do that at weddings. No, no. Um, honestly, most weddings are the, the goal is like, all right, pastor, get, get over with it. We got the keg getting ready to get tapped in, in, in a little bit. Um, love. Love. All right. Now let's go tap the keg. Marriage. Uh, marriage. Um, but like. Man and wife. Man and wife. Just say it. Man and wife. But no, I love, I love funerals, but I also like I, the funeral's not going to be about grandma or grandpa. Look how awesome the, they were. The, yeah. The funeral's going to be about Jesus. Um, and, and that's like, that's just who it's going to be about because, um, it, it doesn't matter who the person is. Um, when you write a eulogy for them, it's going to be about what an amazing person they were. Um, that, that's just how they're written, but it doesn't matter how amazing they were in terms of salvation. It matters what God has done for them in terms of salvation. And so that's what I focus on. Uh, if you're in the Fremont area and you want to kind of talk more about funerals, uh, cause everybody loves talking about funerals. If you want to cons- be thinking ahead for your funeral, um, we've got, a, we're, we're doing a workshop Monday, uh, November 22nd at 530 at Trinity to kind of help plan your funerals. Uh, and it's to, to think about, there's some really good songs out there um, to help us focus on Jesus in that time. There are also some really bad songs um, for funerals. There, there just are. Um, there are not holes in the floor of heaven uh, for grandma. Their tears are not pouring down. To, to look down on you. Um, they did not gain their wings. Heaven didn't need another angel. Um, it, it just didn't. Um, but, you know, if, if you want to read... looking me down, man. Uh, Good. <laughs> sing God's own child. I gladly say it. Uh, sing. Um, I mean, they're just, there's great hymns. Um, Abide with me. Um, just the last couple verses of that one are just incredibly powerful. Uh, and they're, you know, um, even like I, I can only imagine like that's a, that's an incredible song. Um, there, there are some great Carrie Underwood's got some great songs. Um, there, there are good hymns. There are good contemporary songs, but there are also some bad ones. And a lot of the bad ones are country ones. Just, just yeah. going to say it. Um, <laughs> um, well, you know, what happens when you reverse a country song, right? You get everything back. You get your dog back, your wife back, your car back. Your tr- no, sorry, car, truck, truck. Back. Yeah, <laughs> truck. And your bush light. Um, but that's like... <laughs> 
but but one of the hardest things for me to do is tell a family when they're mourning their songs that they want are awful um it's hard for me uh it, it's hard for families to have these conversations um, when like that. when they're mourning your songs not so good <laughs> I, i've had to, i've had to say that to a number of, not exactly like that but but be like here why don't we think of this one instead of this one i've heard you on the phone you've been guiding in a gentle way but this song maybe you can listen to later together but during the worship service we're yeah. focusing on focus on jesus, jesus. this one doesn't and do one that one time you did say you know they're not an angel <laughs> i did have to say that oh um yeah so why does it matter what songs that we have in it? why does it matter yeah. well because i don't want to pass on bad theology one um but two a lot of those songs have really don't have much hope in them like um holes in the floor of heaven like yeah you know, it's the line I've isn't that they're the watching song. it's the line is their tears are pouring down because they're watching us it's like why would they want to watch over us like i cry too if i was in a perfect world and had to watch all the stuff that us yeah. people on earth stuff See, that song through. is not about heaven that's what that's, that's the cardboard box they put you in <laughs> as you get lifted up into heaven <laughs> they put holes in it so you gotcha. breathe mm. uh, makes sense but you're a soul yeah but, a soul. yeah um but, but like but that, it, that that's not the hope that's that's getting you distracted but also the whole point of that song is to talk about how much this person's gonna the grandma's gonna miss me um and or the whole point of the song is how much i'm going to miss you a lot of those songs not how much jesus has done for you and the hope that we have so what do you think of christmas shoes <laughs> i mean it, it is the season wow. have you never had this song? you've had oh, this we've conversation had this, okay. we have had this conversation i have not seven. had this conversation with you oh we i thought we've talked about this show I thought, I thought we talked about this we last did. year on the podcast did we really i'm sure to, we, did. we did all right go back and re-listen because we need more listeners i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about Christmas. So you're shoes saying right that now. oh, we point... have to wait after Thanksgiving before we have this conversation. Yes, you're saying oh. that when we die, that the focus is on our victory in Christ. Yes, what? that we're not sad. That we're not. You can. There is grief because we lose something here. That it, grief is not. Uh, and and a lot of times, as pastors, we're tempted to say wrong things to try and make to try and be the ultimate source of hope, rather than letting Jesus and the new creation be the ultimate source of hope. We're trying to give you full comfort when we can't. And so when we th say things like, oh, grandpa has received his crown of life um, and he is, he is, you know, in his home for eternity. Well, those are both things that happen when Jesus returns. That's when all of that happens. But we want to make you feel feel good and so we say things that sound biblical but aren't um and so i just want to be biblical um and i want to point us towards the hope that we have in jesus realizing that there's still going to be mourning here on this earth there's still when you go to that first thanksgiving when you go to that first christmas without grandma that's going to be tough um when when you when you make you know your your first i don't know what if grandma made pies and you make your first pie without grandma that's going to be hard um when, and i think it's supposed to be it's supposed to be because that that, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted it's not so much just those who it's not just those who mourn because they're sad because bad things happen it's those who mourn the effects of sin and and evil in this world they will be comforted when not tomorrow when jesus returns um oh okay um that's that's the hope that we have is that jesus will return that's the ex that's we should be celebrating that from the rooftops realizing that it doesn't make everything perfect here right now but it will be uh and, and there's there's 
nothing better than that. And, and that's that's what we should be talking about. I, we don't, at a funeral, we don't need to talk about um, grandpa's great fishing stories. We can talk about that afterwards. We can be reminded of who grandpa is. I will, I'll, I'll come back to that. But we wanted to talk about Jesus, what he has won the, um, for grandpa. When my grandpa, when my granddad passed away, um, it was a couple weeks after Easter. Uh, the um, My granddad, when he was, they were, they went to, um, they, they're all their life that I knew them. They were in this little small town. Um, kind of all the family had moved away. Uh, grandpa started getting, your granddad started getting dementia. And so that while well, they moved to be closer to my parents into an assisted living or um, apartment style thing. And then grandpa got, or granddad got Alzheimer's. Uh, and so he was in a facility. And when they moved, they never really ever got, there was kind of a little chapel there in, in Good Samaritan that they went to, um, but never really got connected to a pastor. And so a pastor who really didn't know him did the funeral because my brother and I were both like, nope, we're not doing it. Um, we can't. It, that's too hard. And the pastor told us that the gospel, the good news for us today is that when we remember granddad, we are literally remembering him, that we're putting him together, it back together in our minds. And that's the hope that we have, period. It was a little tense. It was, it was the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it was the worst funeral sermon I have ever heard. And then I walked out, Stacy and I got in the car. I mean, again, it was like the week after Easter. The wow. dude never mentioned Jesus once. And I looked at Stacy and I just had to say, Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. We can move on now. But so is this the reason, because of that experience, is that the reason why? That's part of it. Mainly it was because of Dr. Gibbs, oh, one of my professors at seminary. His He he wrote three, he wrote the books on Matthew, um, three commentaries that, that take that. Uh, it took three commentaries for, for Matt for Matthew. Yeah, there, there's a lot of pages on Matthew. Um, but he also, one of, uh, one thing that I go back to often is he's got a, um, an article, five things not to say at funerals, um, because we want to be clear and concise. And that's why you'll also, you'll never, almost never hear me say the word heaven because, uh, when talking about the place where we go, when we die, because that is such a, people have such different ideas as to what that means when they hear the word heaven, that it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, some people take the family circus um, route and it's grandma and grandpa up there kind of looking over the edge of the clouds, seeing everybody. Um, some people see, I'm um, just waiting in a line, waiting to get through. Some people, it's the big party. Some people have kind of convoluted heaven and new creation. So it's the feast and um, and the, the big party. Um, so you'll, you'll hear me use the word paradise um, because that's what Jesus said to the thief on the cross, that today uh, you will be with me in paradise. We don't know what that means. We just know that that thief on the cross is with Jesus. Interestingly, today you'll be with me in paradise, but then we we, we uh, confess that Jesus descended into hell. So, um, but that's beside the point. Um, outside time. Uh, <laughs> you just opened up. A whole yeah. Um, podcast. Yep. Extra takes. <laughs> but um, like, we know that we're with Jesus Yeah, when we die. And that that's good. Like it is good to be with Jesus, but it's not final um, in that state uh, to, to be, because again, you're un, the body and soul is unnaturally ripped apart. We as humans, we were created to be body and soul. Uh, and so when we die, that is that is ripped apart and not not great. It's better to be with with Jesus because then we're not under the effects of sin on this world, but we're dead. We, body and soul have been ripped apart. So sin is still in control at that point, kind of. Um, but Jesus wins. Uh, and when Jesus rises or raises, returns and raises everyone up from the dead, then take that sin. You're gone. You're gone. Why do you? That's your description of it all. He comes. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what's going to happen. But he, he also thinks that God looks down and goes, look at those silly squirrels. <laughs> no, he's going, no, 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 yeah. don't do that. No. But this, oh. is a, this is an actual representation of Gerber as a squirrel. Huh? <laughs> look, at, look at that little broad, like look the, at that little the sword. The tail armor is my favorite. <laughs> I wonder what the, I don't think that was part of the, the swords of the, or the, um, the armor of God. I don't know what the tail armor the would tail be. Plate. The tail plate. If God gave us the tail tails. plate of righteousness. <laughs> if we needed that, he would have described it. I don't think humans need that. <laughs> I so, didn't give them tails. But when you we actually think, you think that we're running around in traffic. What? You think that you look at a squirrel that's running around in traffic going, that's what right. an idiot. And you yeah, think that God's definitely. looking at us like squirrels in traffic. Sometimes. Going, what an idiot. Not going, what an idiot. Going, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to, oh, man. You just made things a lot harder. Oh. Welcome home, made, good and faithful yeah, servant. Right. <laughs> No, that's in the last day. He just got hit by a car. That's funny. So, um, yeah, right, I'll take I the squirrel know. off. Hope we have hope in Jesus. All right. Bye, well, thanks for that because yep. <clears throat> I feel like we could have a whole podcast just on death and and that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, because I feel like we just scratched the surface of it today. Yeah. So we could have been in here for two straight weeks and still just scratched the surface. There's so much on that. Well, and I think the I think you touched on the fact that there is a bunch of different viewpoints and everybody has their own little interpretation. What happens to us after yeah. we die? Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, um, if you see a cardinal and want to think of your grandpa, that's great. That's not grandpa saying hi to you. That's just FYI. But, <laughs> hey, not that not that our our ones who are with Jesus now don't love us. Not that not that when they died they stopped loving us. But in perspective, they finally get to worship Jesus in a perfect paradise, their Savior who loved and died for them, or hang around on sinful earth and watch you a little bit more. No offense, but if you're choosing me over Jesus, you done lost. Because Jesus is way better than watching me. Well, then we get into the whole conversation of ghosts and all that other junk too. Well, those are demons. Well, we can talk about those. That's what I'm too. saying. We yeah, could, we could go down. We can go lots of different roads. I'm just saying that that kind of conversation. A lot. Well, I mean, a lot of people have different views and there's mm-hmm. a lot of different interpretations of how that works. And yeah, <sighs> because there Read isn't the Bible, yeah. study scripture, and be reminded that Jesus wins. Like mm-hmm. there's there shouldn't be all this fear, even in death. Like again, it's not death is not good. Death is bad, and, and that's the problem with the dying and going to heaven yay i've won no you die death is bad it's a penalty it, it's 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 the wages of sin it is the penalty for us being in a sinful broken world um we look forward to when jesus raises us up to new life but even in death even when that in that bad thing we're still with jesus we don't know what that looks like um we could be a bunch of souls together someplace or jesus is with me in the grave and my body's broken but because because even in that we can we can look at because isn't catholic have purgatory. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're like, yep. yep. It is an hour, Paul. We don't. Yeah, have we're hour. Paul. We can't. <laughs> we can't start that conversation right now. See, this is what I'm talking about. I feel like we're scratching the surface on something yeah. that could be a bigger conversation. And uh, I think we should have it one day. Yeah. Um, I don't know when, but we will. Well, we'll do it. Um, and even with, I mean, we know lots of people who think differently. I mean, we don't know for sure what the details of those last days before Christ comes will look like. Maybe there will be specific things that are in Revelation that will happen. Literally really i don't know maybe it will all just happen in an instant and we won't even really notice the change other than i'm no longer in sin but we do know regardless of what happens details wise on earth that christ will return that he will raise up the dead we're in him that he will give us a new body um and we will spend eternity with him yeah yeah and i and so. i 
that's what I focus on. Yeah. Instead of getting clogged up in the details. Well, and we I, love I, details. And I, but, we, but but even even people's view of hell, a lot of that is just from could even be just from Dante's Inferno. Dante's yeah. Inferno or cartoons like or, from or something. Yeah, yeah it yeah. could be just these this far vision. side. I mean, far side. Yeah. <laughs> that was my dad's favorite. Yeah. Is that why there's cows and <laughs> cows in hell? <laughs> But that, so like, but that's, we get so many weird conceptions and that's why like, I don't get caught up so much in the details of what it will look like. Um, but I think it's important to, to make sure that those ideas of those wrong ideas get called out. Um, and, and sometimes I did them bluntly here today, but also like, I, I do have those conversations with individuals much more, yeah. le- much less blunt than that. But, but we want to make sure that what we are, what our hope is, is actual, actually hopeful. Um, and also, um, well, that our hope is actually focused on the correct thing. Yeah, yeah. And, but but at the same time, like Stacy said, even even if you have, if you're as as at least I see it, if your ideas of death and resurrection are completely messed up, uh, as I see it, but your hope is in Jesus, you win. We'll, we'll hang out in the new creation. Jesus wins. And, and I won't I won't rub it in your face. I promise. <laughs> well, you busy praising Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And that would be where that conversation can go. Like this is one thing I heard. This is the yeah. You know. I, I don't know. I think this is a good idea. I think we'll do that in the future. If you're interested in that, please let us know at Trinity Pewtalk. Trinity Fremont Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send send some, and you can say, I a friend told me once, even, you know, uh, or I heard this. Um, and Asking for a friend. I, yeah, asking for a friend. We won't judge you. We won't, judge you. We, won't um, we won't call you out. We won't use your name and say, well, did you hear what this person well, thought? Well, Lacey said I mean, said Lacey this. said um no we but there are there are lots of misconceptions um of of death and and new life and eternal life and, and it's just it's really simple i think we've we've complicated things a lot of times by just trying to make me feel better what humans do that yep. oh you're kidding <laughs> yep so let's do it sometime yeah i yeah. think it will be a good conversation it might be after the after the new year but we yeah. will uh, we will certainly yeah. have that conversation it might you know it might be something that we want to plan a little bit more more because it might be longer than an hour conversation. So or pick a few questions and do it one week, and then pick a few questions. We and could do that. We could yeah. break it up. Into we could talk parts. about death forever. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, um, if, if, it's, if it's if it's your number one question as a pastor, yeah, then that is something to explore and actually talk about a little bit. Yeah. So um, we might want to dedicate some time to that. Yep. So, all right. Okay. If you agree, let us let know. us know. Yeah. I don't know. I want to try to get some interaction here. Yes. Yeah. Or if you have different questions that that you want to know that um. You're afraid to ask that you're afraid to ask <laughs> do it publicly on no. send it in an email and i promise you i will not tell you i will not tell the whole world who it was could you message one of our facebook pages and send it that way you could you um could, you could go to it uh, probably more likely to get lost in that just send it to trinity no, Fremont you, uh, podcast you could do that or if you want to go to the pew talk yeah, facebook pew talk that, that will podcast. go right that will go right to this email so yeah. you will not oh, be lost you, you will not be lost okay, we will good. find you okay there you go so all right anyways we praying? Yep, got it. Uh, dear Jesus, I just thank you that you are our hope um, and that someday you're coming back. Uh, and and we, we look forward to that day. Uh, we pray as, you know, as it says at the end of Revelation, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Uh, until that time, and something we really didn't talk about much today, help us to um, to spread that good news with others um, so that so that more will know you uh, when you return or when they die uh, and, and that more would be with you. Uh, and so again, uh, thank you for the hope that we have in you. Uh, the the hope of the resurrection
resurrection of the dead and the life everlasting, uh, and then help us to to spread that good news to those around us. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right. Anything? Any announcements before we leave? Um, come to the reform or the the resurrection um, workshop Monday, February twenty second at five thirty p.m. at November. Trinity. February? Did I say February? I've said February a lot. Uh, November twenty second. Monday, November twenty second <laughs> at five thirty uh, at Trinity, uh, and we're just gonna help you plan your funeral. Uh, help you find Bible passages and and songs to help us point you closer to Jesus. Also, it helps your family not have to fight over what was grandma or grandpa's favorite Bible verse or favorite hymn. Um, and and they can just they can spend time reading those words and being comforted by the hope of Jesus. November twenty second. November. Yep. November twenty second. Yeah, what if I want to come on February twenty second? Uh, you can come. And I might be there. I might not be. I don't know. I have, I have no, no idea, idea what that day it is. <laughs> that Lent not quite. I don't that think. That might be a Monday. Um, I guarantee I'll be doing taxes that day. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, youth, anything going on? Uh, we are off this week, but we are gearing up uh, starting soon. Both high school and junior high youth groups will be meeting every week unless it is a major holiday. So, so you're off this week? We're off this week. Are you off next week? We are not. Oh. Because it's not Thanksgiving. But this week <laughs> is. This week we are off. <laughs> I am out of town so. um, for a district. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm youth gathering. Yep, I'm on. I'm on the district leadership team for the junior high district youth gathering that they put on every year. So oh. I've got to help run that, which I absolutely love. Youth gatherings—they're my jam. I, I, I get excited at those. Oh, there you go. So there is a logical explanation. I feel like we're dancing around that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just need to know when I have it. That's all you need to know. Stop asking questions. I'm sorry. But all you, you should ask questions about death. <laughs> oh, he's not looking at me. He's no, I'm looking at the camera. At the camera. Yeah. You out there. Y'all. In the world. Yeah, we like questions. We do. I don't, I don't know. I think we have more uh, fun when we have questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We like, I, we like you. I like asking, but answering questions that real people have. Yeah. Except for us. We ask questions and he's like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, that. but you ask them sometimes As just to ask them. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Which is good because it leads conversation but it's more fun if they actually when y'all real that like we can actually answer questions that are pertinent that that, are, that you care about okay all right do, 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 until do, uh, until oh. next week adios adios peace, peace. thanks for joining us this week we pray that the holy spirit has Use this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinity.com. Dot Trinity Fremont.com slash donate.